Welcome to the Start Messy Podcast, an action-driven show that provides quick, no-nonsense strategies and tools to get out of your own way. So let's start today with one messy action that'll get you closer to making your dreams a reality. I am your host, Christina Poole-Smith. Thank you for joining me each week as we discuss what it takes to get started achieving your goals and live a happy, complete life. Distractions, they are all around us. You may even be using the biggest distraction to listen to this podcast, your phone. Have you ever opened up your phone and immediately went to an app without even meaning to? Like muscle memory kicks in and you go straight there. Does this distraction or email, IMs, text, or even the many others prevent you from actually fully focusing on the task at hand? Today, we'll discuss a method of scheduling your day to reduce these distractions to ensure that you're fully focused and create times for those distractions. We are going to use a technique called block scheduling. Block scheduling is actually used in academia. Think about it like school. You have a class at 60 to 90 minutes, then you switch classes. But during math class, you don't learn about history. You stay focused on the class you are currently in without thought or distraction into the next subject. Setting up your schedule in this way will help you achieve more throughout the day without having to use up energy by switching midway through tasks. Multitasking is a lie that no one performs well at. You can't fully give the attention you need to a task while you're multitasking. You want your focus to be fully on that one task not three tasks at one time without finishing anything. You need to be able to focus, which is why this technique works so well for so many. Block scheduling allows your mind to get into a deep work zone. This term, deep work, is actually the focus of Cal Newport's book. Focus is something that we just have a hard time doing with our life of internet or just normal life distractions. So forcing yourself allows you to achieve more. This focus is actually your superpower. To do this, you'll want to get an alarm of some sort, but don't use your cell phone as this is the source of the majority of distractions. Even saying that makes me want to look at my phone, distracting my thoughts. My husband uses a $10 old school clock alarm that has a super annoying alarm sound that forces him to become aware of the time to switch activities. For me, I just use Alexa. The time of your blocks depends on you and sometimes on the task you're completing. This will mean that you'll need to accurately measure how long it takes to complete a task. You may need some trial and error with this in the beginning, but I would highly suggest if you don't know how long a task takes, if it's a brand new task for you to double or triple the time that you think it will take because we always overestimate how quickly we can do things. Parkinson's law says that work expands based on the time you have to complete the task. Think about like if you were told you had three days to complete a presentation or 30 minutes. In the end, you'll still have a completed presentation in about the same quality, but you will have spent six to eight hours on the one that you had three days to complete versus 30 minutes for that one presentation that they just told you about. I'm sure you have their own example of this in your life. It has happened to me time and time again, agonizing over every single part of a presentation or activity versus whipping something together. 
Some of my 30-minute presentations are the ones I'm most proud of. It usually turns out to be more clear and concise. Block scheduling with a time limit will actually help you to prevent from agonizing over a presentation that should only take you 30 minutes for 6 to 8 hours. Most of the time, I use 50 minutes for myself. This gives me 10 minutes to rest between periods, and scheduling this rest is very important in order to switch to the next task with a fresh mind. Your schedule will literally look like squares drawn on top of each other, filling up your day with blocks of time. The first time you do this, I want you to create your ideal schedule for a week. Combine items into overarching categories like meetings, productive work, family time, and me time. If you had full control over your time, what would you do? What would you work on and when would you work on it? When would you schedule your meetings? When would you have your productivity time for the most important task? When would you cook dinner or work out? When would you have family time? When would you have date night? What would your week look like? The reason why I want you to do a full week of scheduling and not just a day is because every day does not have to be the same. You can schedule all your meetings to be on the same day to allow for high productivity, less distraction days in the week. You could have common themes for each individual day. I typically set mine up to be my focus goal on Monday through Wednesday and Thursday and Friday are errands, budgeting, household items, things of that sort. Or Monday may even be a planning day for you. At the beginning of every month, I want you to review over the last month and see if there's something you want to keep on your schedule, if you want to keep it the same way, or if you want to try and improve it in some way to make it more efficient. I actually do this every single month. Rewrite my schedule, rewrite my ideal week just to see what's working and what's not working. Remember that the goal is to avoid switching tasks too often, to focus and complete the task you need. The ideal week will not occur every week because I mean, It is life, but it is about getting closer to that goal or vision or even using it as a starting point for your day. Each night, I want you to decide what you will do in each one of these blocks. What are your most urgent and important tasks for the next day, and when should you be doing those? Using the method that we've talked about in previous episodes. Be aware about protecting this time. You have so much to accomplish, and you need to be able to really focus and use that time to see results. Put all other distractions away and only focus on these items. Be sure to schedule distraction times. So times when you so times when you check your email, your text messages, look on social media or play a game even on your phone. But limit that time just like you limit all your other times throughout the day. Schedule your family time. Make sure that you have time for relaxation. Make sure you have time for you. But when you're in one of your blocks, focus only on that activity. Don't get distracted. Safeguard your time to allow only those activities that you have listed for that scheduled time to be completed. Shut down or close out any other distractions, programs, or browsers that may be causing you to get distracted. Share your schedule with the people that matter. So share your schedule with your boss or manager. Share your schedule with your husband or your spouse. Share your schedule with your kids. 
Make sure that everybody is on the same page to know what you are doing during that time. When people know that you have scheduled times for different activities and they know that their activities are on that list or just like family time is on that list, they are less willing to distract you while you're doing your productivity time or your work time. People just want to know that they're included and that you will get the tasks that are needed completed. By allowing yourself this deep work, you'll actually be completing more because your focus will be honed in to that specific task. Schedule every single minute of your day. Make sure that every hour is accounted for. Include when you're going to go to bed. Include when you're going to wake up and then schedule every waking hour that you have. This will help you to see the bigger picture. So to recap, the method that you're going to do this is first You need to find an alarm. Whatever you're going to use, decide what you are going to use as your alarm and don't let it be something that will distract you. Also, make sure it has a very annoying sound to it so that you're sure to recognize it and change task and not just ignore the alarm. You're then going to write out your ideal schedule. When are your meetings? When are you going to work out? All those questions that we talked about earlier, figure out when those times are going to be. Give yourself more time to complete a task than you even think that you will need. And then at night, decide what you're going to do during each one of these blocks of time. Fill it in with your to-do list. Lastly, share with everybody that you know so that you're all on the same page and protect this time so that you can accomplish the most in a day. Your start messy action item for this week is actually four different action items. So you're going to get your alarm, schedule your ideal week, fill in your to-do list into your scheduled blocks of time and share it because this is the best way to truly focus and get results. Thank you and God bless. If you loved that episode, if that episode just got you so fired up and ready to take on the world, if it inspired you, could you do me a favor? Go out on social media and share this episode. Share it with your friends and then tag me in it so that we can connect and I can help cheer you on. I can root for you along your journey.